Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Morning, Janelle. Morning, Stu. Good morning uh, to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving on in the old car radio. Janelle, i got a question for you. Yes. And for everyone listening this morning, have you ever had a paella party? I've never had a paella party, but I believe I've had paella before. <laughs> I have never had paella. I've seen them on TikTok, but I saw it in person last night at a friend's backyard get-together. Basically, it's a big, uh, big, big dish. A huge skillet, usually. Yes, yeah. huge skillet, and it takes about uh, an hour to cook. And they dump in sausage, chicken, rice, some green beans, some other vegetables, and it's the probably one of the best things I've ever had. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. So you actually ate the veggies in it? I did not. I ate the <laughs> sausage and the chicken, and then I gave my wife the rest. And I had the rice, but the, then I gave my wife the green beans and the other vegetables. Oh, my gosh. Of course you did. Like, you're telling me that you went over to a friend's house, and you're sitting there, and you're picking out the veggies? Like, how yes. rude. <laughs> No, it wasn't rude. It's that's just I I'm not gonna eat if I don't like it. But I mean, the spice I can't describe how amazing it was. It was life changing. And okay. there's a company uh, by the name of Paella Party and uh, Joey. Last night I met him and I said, "This is awesome. I would do this in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, forget hamburgers and hot dogs. This is like the next level. You want to impress your guests? Yeah. You do. You do this. There was 40 of us there last night for a special get together for my late buddy Hugo, who passed away three years ago. And uh, Nino and Franca hosted this in their backyard, and they had a ton of food, and I was already full by the time the paella was ready. <laughs> so Joey, uh, the guy who runs his paella party, says, here, try it. So I'm like, I'm so full. He says, try it. So I tried it. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, you made room. <laughs> yes. But the mistake I made, because I go to bed really early, mm-hmm. I, I ate this too close to my bedtime, so it took me forever to get to bed last night. Oh, yeah. So, You're just not, like, not digesting it. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it was perfect. Mm, okay. Yeah. Despite my, uh, my weird bedtime issues, because I go to bed early to get up early uh, for this show, as do you, as do Angie, who was on vacation this week, but it was... I can't I can't tell you how good this was. So was when, are, when are you having a paella party, and when am I coming over? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a paella party for the whole, all of our listeners. Oh, okay. Yes. You're going to need more than one. Yeah, we'll have like a, a few thousand paellas. Okay, sounds good. And we're hosting this where? <laughs> Your backyard ain't going to fit that many people. No, I'll rent out a space, uh, like uh, maybe Minto and Barhaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Okay, gather around. This is a mind-blowing fact about the human body. And Janelle, I'm positive you're going to give me a high score today. You're going to love this fact. Because you're all about the DIY. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to know what this is about. He keeps giggling. The human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap. (laughs) Okay. Like every human, like an average human body? Yes, yeah. The average human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap. Okay. I'm not sure why you thought that I would be so blown away by this. Well, because you could make something out of your body. (laughs) You can make soap from your fat. Yeah, I mean, that's what... Did you not know that soap was made out of that? No, soap was made out of soap. No, like the original soap was made out of fat. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> that is used in a lot of like beauty products originally. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I know that? 
I don't know. Why do I know that? <laughs> you probably paid attention in school, and I didn't. That's why I do this job every day. But then again, you do this job every day. Mm-hmm. So what do you rate that fact, Janelle? Um, I, I'll i give you a seven this morning. Uh, that, I, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. On this Wicked Whack Wednesday, let's go to the scores at 10 zero thirty. A 10 from Soapy Steve. Thank you. He changes his name every day, I'm pretty sure. I know, I know, that's fine. (laughs) Landscape Lady gives you a creepy 10 out of 10, but she loved it. Awesome. Anthony is chiming in with an 8. We have a 10 from Susie Q, who thought that that was an excellent fact this morning. It is an excellent fact. It's something about the human... I guarantee you somebody will will repeat this fact later today. you, you You might be right. Yes. Bitterman and his wife listening on the old car radio. Looking forward to your uh, paella party, they say. Bitterman gives it a two because it's gross. And have you not seen Fight Club? And his wife is giving you an eight this morning. Mine would make far more. Yes. Now, Bitterman, (laughs) listen up. When I have my paella party, you're not invited, but your wife will be invited. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Funny facts do. Connie the Wound Care Nurse gives you an eight. Uh, yeah, Dad's a little Finlander. That is so freaking weird. Giving you a 10 this morning. Hall of Fame boss traveler, that's a weird fact. I give you a bubbly six. Okay, all right. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it's sad to say, but the Ottawa Humane Society is in desperate need for people to not only adopt from the shelter, but also just to foster the pets until they find those forever homes. So right now, about 40 animals are in the shelter needing foster homes. And normally they say it takes around four to five days to find a foster home. But some of these animals have been waiting in there for over a month. And as you know, I mean, like these animals need that human interaction. So the foster home is the best way to, you know, get them (laughs) just doing a better, you know, doing better after they've been either surrendered or pulled in off the street somewhere. Um, And this isn't only the Ottawa Humane Society. Freedom Dog Rescue says that they're receiving approximately 10 requests a day from owners looking to surrender their dogs. Significantly more than the 25 volunteer foster homes that they have can handle. Rocky Road Rescue says that they're receiving requests for help finding foster homes from animal shelters across Ontario that are over full. So this is, you know, pandemic kind of ending. People not working from home anymore, looking to go out and just like, I don't have time anymore. I don't have time for the pet that I adopted during COVID or I don't have time to foster. So if you're in any way able to help... Uh, become a a foster parent and uh, maybe help out some of our local animal shelters. Please do. So after 27 years, 23 Grand Slam singles titles, Serena Williams is ready to retire from tennis. And this could be happening in just a few weeks. She's on the cover of the September issue of Vogue, and the headline says Serena's Farewell. Um, So she also shared that on Instagram, captioning it by saying, there comes a time in life when we have to decide to move in a different direction, and that time is always hard when you love something so, so much. But the writing was on the wall. Um, Serena kind of, you know, shared this in a press conference after her match win at the National Bank Open, which has been uh, happening here in Canada, and here's what she had to say. What is it that uh, continues to drive you or keeps you hungry in the sport? 
Um, I don't know. I guess there's just a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> what is that like? I don't know. I'm getting closer to the light. So that's... <laughs> yeah, so that's like, lately that's been, <laughs> that's been it for me. I can't wait to get to that light. I know you're joking, but can you... I'm not joking. Okay, so then explain to me what, what the light is to you, what the light represents. Freedom. <laughs> and good for her. She owes nothing to anybody. She's certainly done enough. Absolutely. Um, the thing is, though, is that she kind of says, if I was a man, I wouldn't have to be writing this letter to explain yeah. the fact that, you know, yes, I'm retiring, but I'm. she likes to call it a transition. And she really wants to focus on being a mom, her spiritual goals, uh, finally discovering a different but just as exciting Serena is what she says. So she says she's going to relish the next couple of weeks as the U.S. Open starts in a few weeks. That is likely uh, going to be her final matches that she plays. Good for her. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. When you're getting into a new relationship, you want to impress your partner's, you know, parents. The family. Oh, yeah. The yeah. In-laws. Potential in-laws. The yes, potential yes. in-laws, right? Yeah. Because nobody wants to have a bad relationship with their in-laws. Mm, no. So you're literally willing to do almost anything to get them to like you, right? <laughs> We've probably all been there. We've tried our tricks and maybe some of those have worked. But we're talking about the things that maybe you have done in the past or things you're currently doing to try and get on the good side of your in-laws. A friend of mine just recently started dating this guy. And uh, I mean, I shouldn't say recently. They've been together for close to a year. And she's telling me how she wants. She's trying to get his family to like him. And so he's got this aunt who I guess has been collecting some donations for uh, Ukrainian refugees coming to Canada because he his family is Ukrainian. And she's collected all of these bags but doesn't have any room left in her house because she's a bit of a hoarder. That's what he told me. He said it. So he was like, there's no way I'm ever going to house anything for this lady because I know she's never going to come and get it and I'm going to be stuck with it. Meanwhile, my girlfriend goes, oh, well, I can keep it at my house trying to, you know, just like show some good faith, try and be a team player, get her to like her. And so now she has about a hundred duffel bags in her basement. Oh, (laughs) And how long is that going to last? Well, she's, they've already been there for a few months, and um, her boyfriend is certain that they will be there until Robin gets rid of them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes it might backfire, but what are the kinds of things that you've done in your relationship to try and win your in-laws over? I will always drink my father-in-law's wine because he makes homemade wine. Okay. And I've been doing that since day one, and my mother-in-law makes the world's best chicken cutlets. Well, it doesn't really sound like you're taking one for the team, Stu. Well, you're drinking wine and eating chicken, delicious food. <laughs> well, it's it's what they do, and it's it's the reason why I am the size that I am. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yes. You, you never refuse anything at their no, house. No, and yeah. I I, t- I go up like six times, <laughs> and my mother-in-law's like, ah, "Stu, would you like more?" I'm like, "Wanda, I've had like six helpings. Yeah. Uh, how much do you think I can eat? Yeah, you can only yeah, you can only say That's why I'm the favorite son-in-law. You just say yes, 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 please yes. more, please more. Yes. <laughs> Are you <laughs> All right, so I um I had to think about this. And I do believe that my my soon-to-be in-laws love me, but um 
I, since day one, have been somebody who's always tried to be very helpful around the house, specifically when we're talking about, you know, the big family get togethers, the Easter dinners, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But my um, fiance's mom, she doesn't really like help in the kitchen. Yeah. So anytime I ever ask her, it's usually like, no, 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 I got it under control. She's particular about the way she cooks her food. A control freak. Yeah. She's good at what she does. Yeah. She's good at what she does, and she knows who she wants in the kitchen. (laughs) So after dinner is over, I immediately am collecting all the plates from the table from everyone, and I get right into the kitchen, which is always, you know, like a huge mess after the massive meal she's just prepared. So I'm in there. I'm scrubbing all the dishes. I'm putting everything away. I'm drying things. I'm putting the leftovers away. And you know where Adam is? He's... Sitting, maybe sometimes taking a nap on the couch. Like he's doing literally nothing. And I'm trying to do everything I possibly can to get them to think that I'm a good person. (laughs) And I'm just trying to clean up. So, um, yeah, I think uh, once we get married, I I can stop, right? Like I don't need to keep doing all of these (laughs) things. Everything will change when you get married. (laughs) Trust me. For the better or for the worse? (laughs) Uh, You'll find out. (laughs) I don't want to ruin a good thing. You'll find out. All right. Well, we want to know what lengths have you gone to get on the good side of your in-laws to impress them? What have you done? Give us a call 750-1100 or text it in at 10-0-30. We all know that making a great first impression is very important, but one of the most important first impressions you make has got to be with potential in-laws. So we want to know how you won them over. What did you do to get in their good graces? And uh, lots of different ideas here on uh, what you can do if you're currently in this situation looking for some advice. So Eric says on her Facebook page, he used to be his mother-in-law's hairstylist, so she got free haircuts and colors until I stopped doing them after her hair had an accident. Oh, yeah, okay. messed it up. All right. Uh, well, got you in the good books for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a good way to do it. Just like, oh, yeah, I can do this for free for you. Yeah. Um, a lot of you are leaning just like totally into your heritage and just saying, I didn't really have to do anything. Like Nikki, who says, well, they, they were just ecstatic that their son was going to be marrying a nice Italian girl. Yes. Because her father-in-law is Italian. <laughs> so a lot of you just leaning into your heritage and, and saying like, yeah, whatever. Everything else is good. Yeah. Um, Tim Tech at us at 10 30 and he's just said the good old five c's college condo cash car and credit card that's all you need he says if you have all of the above they're gonna think okay you're you're good you're good yeah. you're set you're mature you got things figured out yeah. you're you're doing okay in life um amy texted us uh about her sister's boyfriend and she says I suspect and hope soon that he will be her fiance. This guy goes above and beyond. Literally, he's putting the rest of us to shame. So he is always sending handwritten, wax-sealed thank you cards on quality parchment paper after being invited to family parties or vacations. Oh, that's excessive. That's above. Okay. He also always brings a dish to pass at family parties. That's a good thing to do. You know, you bring some food if you're going to a party. And he also always sends flowers on holidays. Oh, this guy's doing something else. Trust me. He's trying to cover up. He's trying to cover his tracks. Trust me. You think so? Totally. I think he's just trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, I call BS on that. (laughs) That dude's making up for something else. 
Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Taylor Swift wants to make something very clear. Her 2014 hit, Shake It Off, was written entirely by her and no one else. So she made her statement um, uh, against these these allegations of copyright infringement uh, just yesterday. And basically, she was sued back in 2017 by some songwriters who claimed that she copied her lyrics from their 2001 track, Play is Gonna Play, performed by 3LW. So these are the lyrics kind of specifically in play here. Huge song for Taylor, right? Uh, A massive hit for her. So what Taylor says is that, you know, when she wrote those lyrics, she was drawing on experiences in her life, in particular, unrelenting public scrutiny in her personal life, clickbait reporting, public manipulation, and other forms of negative personal criticism. And she said, I just needed to learn to shake it off. So that's how she came up with that. And she also argued that the lyrics... Players gonna play and haters gonna hate are kind of like they're common. They're phrases that yeah. she heard being used throughout her childhood. So she didn't steal anything from anyone. Anytime somebody comes up with a song, immediately people start saying, well, you ripped it off. Yeah, I mean, somebody's just probably trying to look for their, their payout, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. It is still all kind of uh, happening right now. Nothing has officially been resolved from that. So a young girl invited Prince George to her sixth birthday party. And how do you think that went over? Well, he didn't show up to her birthday party. Let's just say that. Um, They did, however, respond to her birthday invitation. So uh, the mother of the little girl uh, shared this on Twitter. And it was a direct response from Kensington Palace that read, Um... The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have asked me to thank you for your letter in which you invited Prince George to your sixth birthday party. I am sorry that it took so long to reply. Their royal highnesses are extremely grateful for your kind invitation. Having given careful consideration to the possibilities, however, I very much regret their royal highnesses' reluctancy and feel that they have to, and the, they feel they have to decline. Nevertheless, I hope you enjoy your birthday. Wow. <laughs> like it's so formal. It's yeah. It's awful. I think. Like, How old is George? George is nine. Uh, nine-year-olds don't talk like that. Exactly. Like and. You know, you're talking to a six-year-old. Say something that she can actually understand. I think it's cool that they decided to respond to her, but let's talk in normal speak, like normal language. Come on, let's be a little more relatable. (laughs) And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? We have Brenda and Donald on the line this morning. Brenda made it through first, so she'll pick her categories. Good morning. Brenda. Yes, hello. Oh, this should be fun. (laughs) Brenda, you got to pay attention. Okay, I didn't hear. 
All right, Brenda, so our categories this morning are baby animals or jungle animals. Are, are you on speakerphone right now, Brenda? Your phone? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible connection. Okay, which category okay. would you like? Baby, baby animals? Baby animals. Or, okay, ba- ba- baby animals in three, two, one. These are baby uh, cats. Kitten. Yes, this is a baby dog. Uh, puppy. Uh, this is a baby horse. Um, colt. Yes, this is a baby horse. Uh, no, baby uh, a cow. Uh, uh, a calf. Yes, this is a baby. Uh, we get bacon out of these. A uh, pig. Uh, what? Yes, and this is um. Uh, how do I describe a, a Ryan? A very famous Canadian actor, uh, Ryan. <laughs> you could have done fawn, a baby deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. But that's okay. You guys did really well. You got five, okay? Okay. Hang on the line. Who submitted these categories? Oh, yes. That was uh, Valerie Kenna. Oh, thanks, Valerie. Uh, so we have Jungle Animals with Donald. Good morning, Donald. Good morning. All right, here we go. Jungle Animals in three, two, one. These are uh, slivery... Snakes. Yes, and this was, uh, um, uh, this was a character in the 80s, uh, Sam. It was uh, a monkey. A monkey? No. Okay. No uh, this is a giant um, animal that runs through, uh, it was the uh, beginning of the pandemic. We, we all watched this on Netflix, Blank King. Tiger. Yes, and this uh, this one runs really fast. It's got... Uh, Cheetah. Yes, and this is a... Oh, what? That was a... Oh, a giant gorilla. Oh. I was um, getting to that. When you said the character Sam. Toucan you, Sam. Yeah, he's not a monkey. He's a what toucan. A, oh, yeah, it's toucan <laughs> Sam. Because I saw monkey was the next uh, was next on the clues. My brain works in uh, mysterious ways. I'm sorry, Donald. It's okay. Yeah, unfortunately, only three, so not enough for the win this morning. All right, Brenda, you won. Wow, and I'm paying attention, too. Yes, you are, Brenda. <laughs> well, congratulations, Brenda. We're hooking you up with a $50 gift card to Magic Cuts. Plus, you'll be entered in to win our grand prize draw for haircuts for a year, which is valued at 300 bucks. Every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Get a smart dog, they say. It'll be so easy to train, they say. Lies. Except your smart dog will outsmart you. And uh, I honestly can't even begin to explain how this happened. But my dog escaped our house and all the doors were closed. (laughs) So she has this like anxiety i swear she has like fear of missing out so she's got fomo like i've never seen before and she always just wants to be around people and if you say you know have we have a couple people over on our front porch we're out having a drink and somebody pops inside to go to the bathroom she whines she cries she gets anxious that they're not there and so the other day, I had a friend stopping by to pick up a, fe- a piece of furniture that I had DIY'd and fixed up. And so I'm carrying it out the house and I'm making my dog stay inside because I don't have a, her on the leash and I'm carrying this and I don't have hands to bring her outside. She'll be fine inside for a few minutes, right? Yeah. 
All the doors are closed, and I'm out. I've loaded this piece into the van for my friend. I'm there with Adam and her, and we're sitting there. We're chatting, honestly, only for a couple of minutes. And you can hear her crying because we're right by the front porch, and the the Aww. windows are open. And she's like, "Oh, crying, crying, crying." And she's up, and she's sitting on the chair, like, "Oh, I want to be out there with you guys." Next thing you know, she comes trotting down the laneway, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> What did you just do? She literally jumped out the window of our house. And we were like, where did she come from? And some of the windows in our home don't have screens because mm, that's my landlord and he won't replace them. So she jumped out of a window that didn't have a screen on it. Okay. Literally leaped out of the window to come get to us. And so we grab her. We put her back inside. Adam closes the window. And not three seconds later, is she trying to jump out the front window, which has a plant in front of it. The plant pot comes crashing down, almost lands on her, smashes this. And, like, it was just... I love your dog, Nova. I love, absolutely love her. And the thing is, is that, like, she's literally, like, escaped out of the car before. When she's been in her crate, her back window is closed, and somehow she's squeezed out, gotten on top of the crate, jumped into the front seat, and jumped out the window of the car. Because, again, we were outside just chatting with some people, and, yeah, this dog, I'm telling you, she is too smart for me. (laughs) Wait till you have kids. We call her Houdini. Yes. (laughs) Well, let's hope that the kids aren't crawling out windows trying to escape. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, after 27 years and 23 Grand Slam single titles, uh, Serena Williams is ready to retire from tennis. Uh, So she was on the cover of the September issue of Vogue and the headline reading Serena's Farewell. Within there, she, you know, kind of had a a letter to everyone saying, you know, my goodness, do I enjoy tennis? But now the countdown has begun to focus on being a mom and my spiritual goals. So the U.S. Open starts in just a few weeks, and that is expected to be the very last time she plays tennis professionally. And she said, you know, believe me, I never wanted to have to choose between tennis and a family. And I don't really think it's fair because if I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this because I'd be out there playing and winning while my wife was doing the physical labor of expanding our family. Yeah, but good for her. Yeah, it looks like she does want to have some more children. And her daughter is apparently asking for a daughter herself. (laughs) Like she's like, I want another sister, mom. (laughs) So (laughs) I think that's what the plans are for them. So we've got another night of fireworks over the Ottawa River tonight. Uh, Canada is competing, and their theme is Big Hair 80s. So there's lots of places to check this out for free in Ottawa. It happens just behind Parliament, so if you can get a kind of a glance of that on our side of the river, there's always a good site. It starts around 9.20. General admission, though, if you do want to watch it uh, from the Quebec side, tickets are still available. I checked for tonight, and they're around $14. The advantage of sitting on the Quebec side is you get all the music and you get all the, the joie de experience. Yeah. And I mean, if you had there early, they've got some uh, things going on as well for you to yeah. kind of take in. And it's a great family little outing. Yes, it is. Now, um, cannabis stores. It seems as though there's one around every single corner, right? Yeah. 
More than pizza shops and shawarma shops. This is wild. They say that cannabis stores could soon outnumber Tim Hortons locations in Ontario. Wow. That's wild because there's also a Timmy's on every corner. Yeah. So that is if an estimated 400 applications go through, adding to the already 1,500 locations that exist in Ontario. They're going to oversaturate the market. They already have, I think. Even more. So right now we have 100 in Ottawa, and there's expected to be potentially another 40. Like, I can walk a kilometer, and I can get to a store, and then I can walk another kilometer, and I can get to another store. Like, there's already a couple in the Byward Market. My favorite is uh, Bluebird uh, Cannabis. Bluebird, yeah. That's where you get the goods. I get get the the good stuff. I get the uh, the good stuff at a good price. Uh, well, we'll see what happens if all of those applications go through. There might be one around the block from you. And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Now, you may or may not have seen this video that has gone viral due to this beautiful show of true sportsmanship. So this all happened during a Little League World Series game in the States, and the pitcher threw a bad ball, and it ended up hitting um, who was up to bat, Isaiah, just 12 years old. It hit him in the helmet. His helmet goes flying off his head like it was bad. He drops to the ground. He's clutching his head. He's clearly in pain. He was, however, able to get up, walk away, and he walked to his base. Yeah. So by the time he gets to his base, he notices that Caden, the pitcher, is crying on the mound. And without hesitation, Isaiah simply walks over to the mound and he just embraces him. Like his opponent, he just gets there and he gives him a big, big hug. And this moment, of course, was captured online and has been shared and viewed like hundreds of thousands of times now. And so this is what Isaiah, you know, had to say after the fact. And he said, you know, if I was there, if I was him, I would probably have been crying too, you know, hitting somebody in the head. It's not an easy thing to overcome mentally and emotionally. Um, If you hit someone, you'd probably be pretty down on yourself after that because you're thinking to yourself, is that player okay? Did I just possibly give him a concussion? Yeah. Um, And they say that, like, you know, if that ball had hit him just a couple of inches lower, he could have had a broken jaw. Like, it could have been so, so much worse. So Isaiah said, you know, I was just going over there to make sure that he was okay. I told him that I was okay and that everything was fine. I just had a headache. You know, I was feeling okay. And that, you know, it's okay. Like, you don't have to worry about it. It was such a beautiful moment of sportsmanship. Yeah, it really, really was. And, um, you know, Isaiah's team didn't end up winning uh, this World Series, this big game that they were playing. And uh, it was okay because by the time the game wrapped up, they had no idea that this video was already going viral at that point. And, you know, he didn't win the game, but he won over the hearts of so many people with his compassion and kindness and sportsmanship. So I said it to my my son last night. I said, this is how you have to be in sports. Absolutely. And he wrote back, he goes, thanks, Dad. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, definitely check it out. It is everywhere, and it is just a, such a beautiful moment. And that's all the feels on Move 100.